0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot
1: Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, and thanks for downloading The Sun Ranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information on how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to The Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at Patreon.com/sunranto, do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, car, Sunrento. Michael, Cotton, Sunrento. Michael, Cotton, Sunrento, and the love of old Lucille. Golly Sunrento. Michael, Sunrento. Cotton,
2: Sunrento, and the love of old Michael, Cotton,
3: Sunrento.
1: I thought you were going to say Max (laughs) (laughs) Oh, welcome to the Sun Ranto show. Your one stop source for all the hot and heavy hot stove action. Oh, they're just trades are flying. And the, I can't, I, I don't know. My head's going left. My head's going right. I, I don't know what to do. It's so exciting. It's, it, it's just, you know, I the, the managers and the are, are talking to the agents and the owners and the, the uh, oh, I, I, my head's going to explode. It's just too much. I it's can't big. believe we got Zach
2: McConstrictree. As, <laughs> as we learned last week, it's the cult of the executive and the uh, prospect pervert's favorite time of year.
1: Yeah. No, seriously. I for those of you tuning in for some like trade rumor show where I'd sit there and talk about the you know, the Cubs deep depth needs and like some guy in the Mariners that's a perfect fit from their double A season uh system, this is not that show. <laughs> I'm Danny Rocket though, and uh, we're gonna talk about the Cubs and I'm here with the Cubes fanatic Michael Cotton the sixth. Now the actually are you, sixth. are you are you even a, a, the second?
2: No. Nope, huh? i'm I'm the first, yeah yeah and what what's funny is uh, I just started my new job and I got my name, michael dot Cotton at the thing at the company yeah, for the website, but there are like four other people with my name who have like shittier ones. I don't know how I got just mine
1: like <laughs> they got they look like uh like a like a trumpy troll. Yeah, like, it's like like a Russian Russian bot with like all the numbers behind yeah, their name. Cotton seventy four eighty three nine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but well, well, first of all, let's. I know it's trade season and stuff, but you know it is the first of the month, and when it's the first of the month, we do a, a giveaway to the Patreon person of the month. Those are the people that support us on Patreon. Make sure that this show happens at least a couple times a week. We do it for you. Uh, Because we love you. And so what we're going to do is we're going to share this Wheel of Names. Wheel of Names. Wheel of Names. And these are all (laughs) of our Patreon supporters, uh, including Swole Halo, whoever that is. But thank you very much for supporting us. Um, So I'm going to spin the Wheel of Names. And one of them is going to win this Mark Grace figurine plus... Something that I said you were going to win on another show that I forget what it was. So I'm going to have to go back to the show that that was. And, Does uh, we'll anybody know any Danny promised. beyond the Mark Grace? It was It A lot's happened since then. So let's click to <laughs> so spin. So many trades. How so can, many how trades. Can you imagine? Oh. Oh. I can't believe we lost Dixon Machado. Oh, just <laughs> terrible. All right, here Wait, we go. Is that two different guys or one? It's just one. He's just got two (laughs) last names or two first names, depending on where you're from. And the winner is, ding, 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 Chris Bonner. Chris Bonner. I haven't haven't run across Chris Bonner in a while. Uh, Congratulations, Chris Bonner. You are the winner. Uh, You're getting a Mark Grace figurine and something that I forgot uh, what I was going to give. And um, the... Danny offered
2: his soul it says
1: oh damn it (laughs) I already gave it away this afternoon it's gone um I'm giving away this too a a frank chance postcard sent to you by me through the mail with a message of cub fan love coming straight to you and that's if you all you got to do is comment hashtag chance in the chat and you will be entered to win uh that so let's talk about these trades um Let's we'll start the we'll start with the big fish. Uh, Nothing. I mean, listen. None of these trades have been too exciting so far. But um, to me, but we did get Lou Malnati's fan Zach McKinstry. So uh, (laughs) Zach Zach uh, McKinstry took to Instagram with his uh, photoshopped Cubs uniform on. Uh that uh he thanked the curve for the jersey swap uh that it, he could it, use. It's
2: really weird that they went
1: ahead and gave him the Kevin Gregg goggles as well. Actually, I I think Zach McKinstry is actually Kevin Gregg <laughs> who just went through the Cardinals prospect machine. And uh so uh no, it, it, Zach McKinney's is excited to play at Wrigley, but man, I can't wait to get my hands on a Lou Malnati's pizza. And he's already talking to Lou Malnati's, who David Kaplan, friend of the show, his wife is an executive there. One time when I wrote David Kaplan something, he gave me a $100 gift certificate to Lou Malnati's for doing it. He That buys one pizza, by the way.
2: Yeah, David, David Kaplan actually offered lifetime Lou Malnati's to – uh, Aaron judge to sign with the Cubs in this off season.
1: Yeah. It's all David Scott, He's like, he's like, my wife sells pizzas. If you come <laughs> play for my favorite team, I will deep dish the cheese, the crust, the butter crust. It's all yours. Um, so, uh, Zach McKinstry, uh, let's look at his numbers. Uh, there's a lot of them, uh, but he's young. He's younger than the guy we traded, uh, Chris Martin, And he's, uh, isn't arbitration eligible till 2025. He's under team control till 2020 or under club control till 2027. And, uh, Ross, David Ross said, uh, that he's looking at his numbers and how how he's been in the past. And, you know, he's got a high baseball IQ, IQ, plays a lot of infield positions. And he said, we'll see. Give him a chance to come here and get some at-bats, and, well, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, that's well, you know what? Not necessarily a ringing endorsement of Zach McKinstry, but it's what he said.
2: It, it really isn't, but, I mean, we've already seen what we're getting with Chris Martin, and nobody cares. So may as well try with somebody else. It doesn't matter. And it's, you know, Tom Ricketts' wet dream. Oh, not arbitration eligible for another two years, and we get to hang on to him for you know, four more years, like, man, this is, that's all he wants. He doesn't care about the, the players or the team. He just wants the word control.
1: He loves having control over humans. Well, he he's got it. And here's a <laughs> here's a guy with I mean if he never really had success at the big league level. He doesn't have a lot of experience at the big league level. 193 plate appearances, a 669 OPS. Nice. Uh, he's got eight home runs in in those. That that's just at the major league level. Ten doubles. He's batting two ten, so he's at least above the Mendoza line. The two, the two sixty six OBP is pretty pretty rough there. He uh you know 57 strikeouts, still near the 13 walks uh but if you look at what he's done in the minor leagues it's a different story he's got a uh, just a point above 800 or, or under 800 799 ops 41 uh home runs in his minor league career topping out he had 1 home run twenty seventeen between three uh the high a single a and double a and then uh then he had Let's see, uh no, 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 I'm sorry, that's twenty one home runs. That that was twenty one doubles. Nineteen home runs between double A AA and triple A in twenty nineteen. That's his top. So he was in Tulsa, he was in Oklahoma City, and he did quite well. And um uh Little Yumper just uh jumping in with this real quick. Morosi just said he expects the cards to get Soto. I, I believe we all do. I mean, we're Cup fans. <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: but, the it's the worst possible scenario for
1: us. Definitely happening. Um, so, uh, yeah, so if you're looking at this guy, I mean, he's, he's blocked basically. He's a Dodgers, I wouldn't call him a prospect. I mean, I mean he's, I'm not excited about this guy. He came up and he struck out weekly in his first at bat. So my first impression is that he stinks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no sense in ever looking at him again. He'll be terrible forever.
1: But yeah, Chris Martin, uh, I mean, this is what he did for the Cubs. 31 innings pitched, 34 games. He had a 431 ERA. If you could trade a guy like that for somebody under team control that could maybe help you out if he figures it out and gets back to his you know, 19 home runs minor league career kind of thing, then you got something. But uh, I was never impressed by Chris Martin too much. Surprised anybody wanted him.
2: Yeah, I was, that, that was the biggest surprise. Was I don't know. I they was traded
1: they traded him I mean more surprising to me is Scott Efrost getting traded, which to me is very sad because he was one of the dudes that was definitely going to be coming to the Bleacher Bued Show on sunday well and you, and you know that he was going to be gone because he was actually good well yeah, but he 's under team control. I mean, talk about team control. You know, I understand he's a middle reliever and we shouldn't get like really excited about Scott Efros cuz you never know when that's going to change but he's got that funky like delivery and it was it was an interesting pitcher he had an ERA in the in the twos he was pretty much lights out this whole year and um I don't know, I was just kind of shocked to see him go cuz you people were like tweeting things like Scott Efros closer of the future, you know, with him and Hoyer at the back end and you know, now you had a guy, and I understand, he's 28 years old. I'm well, what, what I understand
2: is that the Cubs don't actually think that they're going to be competing over the next couple of years. So why would
1: you keep a guy like that? Because it doesn't and, it feel like they're trading their Strope. Yeah, that's it's what like, I'm saying. It's like they, it, it's, it's 2015 and they trade strobe. You know, that's kind of what it feels like if this guy ends up being like Strope. But he's
2: kind of like strobe. Yeah, I, well, Could but be. the Orioles weren't going to do anything, you know. So that's why they were making dumb trades. Yeah,
1: just well, getting but, rid it's of like, but it's like if we traded Strope, like Efros, right oh, now. Like when you had Strope for that team control over yeah. five years, and then instead you're like, well, actually, this guy's he's good, but we're going to you know keep well, switching it up. So we've we had Efros for another bunch of years, and we're like. No, nah, that's cool. We're going to – and I – now, I'm not sad about this. I, don't get me wrong. Like, Hayden Wes, Wesneski, who, boy, man, those – Wesneski, those jerseys are going to be flying off the shelves, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, I got to get me a Wesneski. It's going to be great.
2: Well, look, so in, in 2015, having Strope, the Cubs were on the upward trajectory. And, you know, they won the next year and they played well for a few years. There's no sense in keeping uh, an Efron right now when you're not on an upward swing. You're not moving towards being a good team for the next couple of years, and they're getting what they're hoping to be a starter. They're they're hoping that they're going to get a guy that they could get, you know, five to six innings out of multiple times a year, rather than. Uh, a bullpen arm, and let's face it, you can you never know what a bullpen arm is going to be year from year,
1: and you can always get another bullpen guy. Oh my god, this is hilarious in the chat. <laughs> Terry E says, So McKinstry is a vaccinated Sogard? <laughs> 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 That's brilliant. I mean, David Elliott says F being traded as a gut punch makes total sense. That the Yankees want him. Yeah. Because they're actually going for it, just like Michael just said, that if if we were going for it, we'd keep F. Frost. If we were going for it next year, we'd keep F. Frost. But it's, in, you know, this is not a bad trade, though. If you look at uh, with this Hayden Wesneski, he was their s- number seven prospect, which I don't know if that means anything in, out of the Yankees prospect list right now. I don't know how deep their farm is. I really just don't know. But look at this guy. I mean, uh, 2022. He's, he's, well, first of all, he's 24 years old right now. Uh, he had a 3.51 ERA at Triple So you're getting a AAA starter here. P- pitched in 19 games, 89 innings pitched, and just about a strikeout per nine. Uh, the walks are pretty low, uh, 2.8 walks per nine, less than a home run per nine. So you're going to take that. I mean, he's not projected to be a top-of-the-line starter. He's project- projected to be kind of what Justin Steele is and kind of what Keegan Thompson was expected to be before he was actually good and like I don't know it's a, it's fine but like you know this is one of those he throws the mid 90s he's, he's they're like he's got a frisbee slider is what i've been told you know i'm like i don't know it's it's great it's like depth starting pitching um Little Yumper says he was the 30th ranked prospect last year and moved up after they traded a bunch of prospects in the offseason. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Is like, you know, he was not top of the line, and you know, you're, you're, it's not bottom of the barrel prospect, but it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's going to be yeah. a dude that's going to come up and have like a four ERA and eat a bunch of innings and be good enough, and da 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 da. Well, and, and of course
2: they're hoping that. You know, they're seeing something that they hope that they can work with in the pitch lab, right? That there's, you know, always. one little tweak and then, you know, they're going to make it better. That's always the dream every time you get one of these guys.
1: Going to add some spin, man. We got to get some spin and some access. Yeah. Since
2: we're talking about this, though, I'm going to bring my uh, my TFC in right now since it's oh, nice. topical. Uh, Randall G. Sanders says he's Scott F. Boone now.
1: <laughs> that was, I thought that, was very that funny. is funny. Yeah. No longer F Ross. F yeah, I, I did have a final tweet today that got a lot of play and love. About <laughs> Danny this. says, I had a final tweet. I'll never tweet again. This was the oh, so Please, like, let the, me decide that. <laughs> please, let me decide that. You know how much time that would free up. Um. <laughs> so anyway, this guy, he was drafted by the Rays in the thirty third round in twenty sixteen, and then. He was drafted again by the Yankees in the sixth round. So, welcome to Hayden Wesneski, next year's number four starter. Congratulations.
2: Wait, a number four starter? No wonder they traded for him. We yeah. haven't had a number four all year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exact, that's the one hole we, we had to fill.
1: We did. We had, we had one, two, three, and five. We had lots of fives. We actually, do we have a one either? I'm not sure. We, I don't had think we had had a one. Either. I think yet. we
2: still we need did. to fill the, the we ones. thought we did. We didn't. Um, we had three twos, one, three and a five.
1: And please, if you want to break news on the sun, Ranta show right now, that'd be great. Like, cause I, I would love to see, I've been tweeting with Michael Cerami from bleacher nation and a great friend of us and the show, he was just at the rant around table. And he really does expect that a huge deal is going to go down with the Padres for Wilson Contreras, probably Ian Happ, and and I, I got me thinking that you know those like, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there was one a bunch of years ago with like between the Red Sox and the Dodgers. I want to say when Adrian Gonzalez and like forty three other players went to the 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 Red the Red Sox traded him or the Dod- I forget who traded who and how it all went down, but there was like twenty players that traded hands. There was a a three team trade today. Uh, with Dixon Machado, I think going to the in the AL with uh, between the Orioles and the Astros, and I always
2: and love the multiple team trades. It's always fun because it's like one team is getting rid of like two guys, another team is getting rid of like six guys, and then there's like a third team, and it's like one prospect, and you're like, wait a second,
1: where where does this team come into it at all? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like- it's like the little brother being like, "I want some ice cream too." <laughs> so, um, yeah, where were we in this fiasco of um? Uh, well, we could talk about a little yeah. bit about the a weird trade of um, Dixon Machado, who was a Cubs AAA guy. Um, I don't think he ever made it up to the majors, uh, but yeah, he was. But he, yeah, I don't, he, I don't recall the Dixon Machado era. He came up with Detroit. I, I I forget how we got Dixon Machado, but we got him at the end of. Uh, we might have picked him. He, oh, he went to the Korea and then came back, and he was at Iowa. He's thirty years old. He's basically your poor, your poor man's Ildemaro Vargas, <laughs> as if you could have get poorer than Ildemaro. But right. uh, but he well, was since doing you well. Just said
2: that Nick G says uh, the Nats have just selected Ildemaro
1: Vargas. Oh. Speak of the devil. I am natural. like, well, we traded everybody. Somebody's got to play. Here comes Hilda Moro Vargas for two months. Um, but that'll sell some tickets. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, Dixon Machado is doing quite well at A Iowa. He's 30 years old, which made me wonder why we hadn't seen him. So I was like, hey, this guy's okay. Three, slashing 312, 402, 394. Uh, I mean, he didn't have any pop, but still.
2: Is he being blocked by a guy like uh, Schwindel or something? I mean,
1: I mean, I the, didn't the, think anybody the, was technically blocked.
2: <laughs> the full <laughs> natural talent of Schwindel is just keeping this guy down right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, now he's on the Giants and he got to play right away. He was literally, but he didn't go across the dugouts, which I always love when the guy gets that happened today with the yes a Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox got traded. He was in the middle of an interview. And they're like, Christian. Kristen, you got to – hey, you got traded. You gotta. <laughs> you can't talk to those reporters anymore. You got to talk to those reporters. <laughs> yeah, the other team.
2: Yeah, I did think it was, it was uh, interesting that they were playing the Giants and trading with them at the same time. That is fun. But, yeah, like you say, it's more fun when they're actually in the dugout when it happens. But, yeah, he was in Des Moines.
1: And um, we got uh, Raynell Espinal, which let me tell you – if you're, if you got like a transatlantic flight and you need like, and you get a little nauseous on those when you're on a plane too long, <laughs> you got to take some, some espinol because this is just, Oh, wait, wait, this must be a different espinol. It's Raynel Espinol, the pitcher. Um, I mean, you'll, t- I guess this is a good deal. It's just, I mean, I'm looking at his numbers here. He does has, has only had a cup of coffee with the giants. He's played down in the Dominican. He's from there. Um, I mean, he's a starter. I mean, that's cool. you just you're stockpiling arms. You see what yeah. you got. I mean, I'm not super impressed with what he's done throughout his career. He's got a 417 ERA in the minors, 443 in the foreign leagues. Um, you know, but like you said, pitch lab. <laughs> yeah. And,
2: and what – these things are so small, it's hard for me to read sometimes. But yeah, this season, he's at like a 529 ERA. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, he, he hasn't been doing great this
1: year. Yeah. But- Chain, change of scenes for uh, change of scenes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what else did happen? All right. So, now let's talk about some of these trades, maybe from some of the other teams, I like, like maybe within our division. The big one being. Josh Hader to the Padres. Yeah. And uh, everybody's praising this deal because uh, you, they, they, the, the, the back end of the Brewers bullpen is good anyway. And they got a reliever in return as well on this uh, trade. So it's a five player deal. Um, they get let's see, I'm looking it up right here. Uh, they got, Taylor Rogers, who was San Diego's closer, so they get another closer out of this right. deal. Plus, they yeah, get Dinelson Lamet, a righty, um, Robert Gasser, Estuary, some guys I never heard of, basically. Um, and so it's kind of just weird because it's like they're switching closers. And I don't know. I did, except for that, the Brewers get a bunch of other guys. So, so like I'm just like, what? I don't. Yeah, and what are the hell the Padres do? It's like (laughs) looking at this, I'm like, why would they do this?
2: I'm wondering the same thing because, like, we were saying right before we went on, the Cubs finally sort of started to figure out Josh Hader. I don't think the Cubs are figuring anybody out. I think Josh Hader may not be quite as good as he has been for years. And what are the, I mean, are the, I mean, the Padres are watching. Right? Like, what are they seeing that we're not seeing? We're seeing them and we're going, oh, finally we can get to Hader a little bit. And then they give up like five guys for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, Hader's always, I mean, he's freaking good. He's been yeah. there for a long time. And, but for you to give up the closer that you've had plus a bunch of prospects, you know, it, well, young guys, I mean, I don't know if they're anything, but we, I just don't know. But, you know, if you, if you look at, uh, who else? You got Devin Williams at the back end of that bullpen as well. Uh, you've got—I mean—they've always got all those other dudes that they use that were starters that are now they just put them in the in the bullpen. Uh, so, well, and and I think the big thing
2: for that for the Padres is the postseason little league tournament, right? Because they're in they're in the Dodgers division. So, they're not really thinking about winning that division, but because they're pretty confident they can get into that tournament, maybe they think Hayter is that guy that's going to, you know, push, push them over him over the top. Well,
1: I mean, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, getting a role as Chapman for the Cubs. And you're like, all right, we got to do something that's going to just blow him away at the end. And maybe that's not who the other dude was but like that they were using that is now in the brewers who have what, what was his name who was it i just had it and i rogers it. rogers yeah so um but if but if you're looking at the back end they do have devin williams at the back end of this of this bullpen trevor got brad boxberger they've had some guys that have you know tried um you know that have they've got some some names back there
2: right and the brewers have been great with their bullpen like well, I'm for looking years at Hader now. They've been really running that bullpen very well. Hader is a 4.24 ERA right
1: now. But, see, I did not it, know that because and it wasn't that before the Cubs got to him. And I have not looked at any of Hader's games since then. As the blue off the rose. That's oh what I was God. just asking. Like, God, are the Padres the, just the dumbest team in the world ever? They're unless, 12 games back. So they're yeah, in that's, the and that, that's what I was saying. They can't win this division. Yeah, I mean,
2: I guess they possibly could, but it's pretty much a, a given that the Dodgers are walking away with this. But you know, everybody and their brother gets into the postseason tournament. You know, so once they're in there, I guess they feel like Hater is going to be that last little bit to get them through. Which I don't know why. It didn't work for the Brewers for the last five years or whatever they did. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like,
1: I'm like, <laughs> why would the Padres? And then David Elliott says here, hater has 29 saves. Rogers has 28. It's like so weird. Like, let's switch closer. It's like Wife Swap. It's like Closer yeah. Swap, the new show on FX. It, yeah, it's
2: Wife Swap, except for I gave up all my children along with my wife yes, so that I, I could just get your 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 single wife, I guess. I don't know. It's that so was a terrible weird. analogy, by the way. It went bad right in the middle.
1: <laughs> right in the middle, yeah. No, no way to come back with it. it. Happens to me all the time. Um, the, <laughs> John Pickus writes in the the month of July was really bad, like a twelve forty five ERA. So, like, so why? What are, the, what are the Padres doing? What are the Brewers? I don't get it. So weird. Um, I don't know. And then uh, the other notable trades, fam. Uh, go yeah. old old glove slap fam is uh, he's going. To, we don't know. Like, the last I saw, they're like, Tommy Pham has been traded to somebody. And they're like, well, I they think it's the Red, the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah, but then there was going to be the Mets, too. Right.
2: Oh, well. I, I think, think I, it's the Red I, think Sox, it's, I feel like it's pretty locked down, the Red Sox. It is. Uh, the Yankees picked up a couple of guys from the A's as well. Like, the Yankees are, are going making lots of moves. They They're always going for it. But it's just... It's amazing that they're making this many.
1: Yeah, um, Yankees trades. acquire Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino from the A's. Yeah. Uh the White Sox and Red Sox Red Sox making a lot of moves. Uh, they swapped uh uh Reese McGuire. They're
2: not the Red Sox are not like 54 and 12 or whatever the fuck the Yankees are. You know what I mean? Like like that's where I'm surprised. Like I could see the Yankees making a trade or two at this point. But it it seems like they're just a lot more active than I thought they would be.
1: Well, if you, I'm looking at the standings right now, and things have changed considerably. First of all, Red Sox are in last place at 51 and 52. Uh, Orioles are still 500 and coming in at fourth. And then, like, the Blue Jays have really climbed the standings, and now they're only at 11 and a half games back from the from the Yankees. And that's a team that has is playing triple A teams at home because of. Yeah. Their vaccination status. Yankees with sixty-nine wins right now. Uh nice. yeah, I believe that's the most in the majors. So so yeah, uh and but they're still making moves. Man, what must that be like to have a team that tries? How wild. Yeah, because they are they are in a position,
2: literally, they're so far ahead right now that they and that's why I was saying, like, they really don't have to do a ton. But instead, they're like Bad. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can make happen, because they do want to win it. And I mean, not for nothing. It's been a little bit since the Yankees won. What Was it two? It's been ten years or yeah. more. You know, so it's for been them. A it's little, a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. To them, it's it's a lot.
2: Yeah, you know. So
1: that they're really going already. deep. Yeah, they haven't been in the World Series even for a while.
2: Yeah. And when, you, uh, when you're at this point and you know you're, you know, there's a, I guess there's a good chance you're going to go up against the Dodgers who have been there like every year for the last six years or something like that. They really are just saying, you know, let's do it. Let's, you know, fuck the future. Let's get it
1: now. Yeah. Well, I think that's what you do. You empty, you empty the tank for it and you see what you can get. That's why we got Jose Quintana. That one time, <laughs> You just empty in the tank. Uh, then Luis Castillo, he got traded from the Reds to the Mariners, who they're 12 games back as well of the Astros, who are really the second best team in baseball right now with 67 wins. So, um, oh, no, actually third best team because Dodgers have 68. So, um, I mean, they're, I guess you, that's another team that you're like, well, got to do something. I mean, we have. I mean, I don't think they've ever come close. Have they even won a postseason uh, series? Ever? Who? The Mariners. Oh, the Mariners
2: have. No, I don't think they have because Man. the year that they won 106, they I think they <laughs>
1: lost to the Yankees in a, <laughs> like right away. <laughs> like right away. That was a uh, old Pedella. So uh, that kind of rounds it out. Christian Vasquez switched dugouts, went for the Red Sox to the Astros, which that was one of the places that Wilson Contreras was rumored to go. And he's still not traded. Hap still not traded. I guess is going to come down to the wire. I know the Mets have been rumored, rumored, rumored. And um, so, what it, do you think about
2: this? Right, this happen. You know, we we've heard that everybody wants Hap, obviously. We've been hearing that the Wilson is not maybe everybody, but we know that he's, you know, obviously should be a huge prospect or a a huge trade partner. So who who do you think's at fault here? Do you think that like people are literally trying to just lowball them all the way through? Or do you think the Cubs front office is really high? You know, obviously they're going to have to find a spot and that's what happens in the last two days. And that's why these trades take until the last like three seconds. But like, what do you feel? I mean, I want to blame the Cubs, of course, because I just feel like that's how they've been running for the last like 10 years is that they just want so much for everybody. Uh, But I don't know. Do you think other teams are maybe going a little low? What, What are your feelings on that?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going low. It's just that I think the days of like spending high for a rental are, are done, you know, like I just, I don't see, I, I mean, you get a couple months of, you get, I mean, you get a couple months of Contreras with Terry even right. I said, I thought Jed was high all along. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so, so is this show, but this show is much better than Jed Hoyer so far. Um, yeah, we, the, <laughs> no, nobody gives.
2: We get almost as much money though to uh, put together this team. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're running on the same shoestring. Jed is 150 mil. Doesn't make a podcast like it used to. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, Oh, and this just in too. uh, Mariners went to the ALCS in nineteen ninety five. Well, congratulations! They made a video game about it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, but um, oh, so that means that
2: they won one series.
1: Yeah, I guess since
2: since uh, they became a team in sixty nine or whatever. Nice seventy. no, I'm sorry, not 69. That was the old – that was the Pilots.
1: Mariners is one of the teams that I forget as a team. Like when you're like going like, let me see if I can name all 30 teams. And I'm like – I go up and down, and I'm like, yeah. there's one more. Who else am I missing? And I'm like <laughs> – <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Mariners. Oh, that's right. Seattle is a place.
2: See, for me, that's like Tampa and Miami. <laughs> my- and the only reason uh, the Mariners stick in my head really anymore is because I have IFG – Lives up there and goes into the games and tweets about them because she's at the game. Yeah. Like, otherwise, I'd be like, ah, yeah. oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, Little Yumper says the Mariners beat the Sox in 01. All right. It was, it Mariners, was memorable. Yeah. Marin, yeah, boy. I was just, <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat, let me tell you.
2: It was like, it was like the 03 Cubs beating Atlanta.
1: Never won a pennant. Yeah. There we go. I knew they didn't win something. There was something on the, They've never been in a World Series. The Mariners They've
2: never been in the World Series, and I believe
1: Series. this year will continue that that drought. No matter how many Luis Castiles they get, so um, yeah. Uh, where was I with this show? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, you were talking about. I think we're. I think that Jed's probably high, as are we. <laughs> Jed's high. We're high, and the thing is, you're not going to get. You got too much Wilson Contreras. Is he gonna put a team like the Mets over the top? He could. He might. That might be the final bat they need to like in the exciting spark plug to, to do it. But are you willing to empty your farm for one dude? I mean, it's like you look at the look at the Quintana trade. Cease was our number one prospect. I was arguing with Crawley about this.
2: Speaking on, of Quintana, Nick G., Suckers. Passing just broke that St. Louis
1: is getting Quintana. Of course, because Quintana actually has value now because he didn't freaking do (laughs) the dishes and cut his freaking hand on a damn wine glass. It's like, dude, you're rich. Hire a freaking maid to do the dishes.
2: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, real weird. I just can't imagine. You know that's not what happened. Well, here's, check this out. He was doing, he was doing something else. He was like playing baseball in the house, you know, and he, and he, and he threw the ball and smashed his hand against his mother's vase. And then they had to lie about it. No, mom, I was doing the dishes and I broke my hand.
1: That was a Brady Bunch episode. (laughs) So check this out. I mean, you look at his, I mean, he didn't, he didn't play. He did come back. Remember at the end of 2020, like barely came back at. Just at the he just was in four games at the end of that season. Only I think they in,
2: piggybacked
1: him with like Braylon Marquez or something yeah, like ten, that. Ten innings pitched only, yeah, in four games. So uh but yeah, it wasn't what he, he gave up five runs in those ten innings coming back from that injury. Whatever. In twenty nineteen he had a four sixty eight ERA. In twenty eighteen he had a four oh three. That's not what we thought we were getting when you traded for him. He, he was three twenty in twenty sixteen. You know, 208 innings pitch, we never got more than, uh, for us, 2017, we, uh, he did pitch nearly, he had 188 innings, 84 for us, but then 174 in 2018, 171. And then this year with Pittsburgh, 103 innings. He's right back on the pace to go back to what he was, and he's got a freaking 350 ERA. He's pitched in 20 games, uh, you know. Well, we've been living through an
2: era of Captain Hook, right? Like Joe Madden, we talked about it all the time. Like he pulled guys; it felt like a little bit too early, and you know, and Ross just really has never had the guys to really leave out there that long. But it's it's part of their philosophy is to pull these guys as quickly as possible. So I don't think there was a way for Quintana ever to live up to a two hundred inning sort of stretch.
1: Yeah. No, it, he couldn't. He never would have been allowed to, unless he just never allowed a base runner. He's like, and even then, he might get taken out. He's like, every game in a perfect game, he's like, sorry, your pitch count's <laughs> at ninety six. You gotta go, even though it's the eighth. Um,
2: yeah. What was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle Hendricks, twenty six yeah. outs in the game, six run lead. Well,
1: look, now are never gonna see. <laughs> well, now we're never going to see him again. Yeah, we're so, never gonna see
2: him, Hayward, and those guys are gonna go, there's never gonna be a stand innovation like uh like Wilson got like it's it's nothing. You yeah. know, they're they're the last two from the twenty sixteen team and they are gonna fade off and we'll just you know, someday at a Cubs convention they'll come back and people will be like, Oh yeah, I remember they were on this team.
1: Yeah. I, I remember what, what happened to them. I remember Zach McKinstry <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a cup of coffee with the cubs that one time got injured and we never saw him again <laughs> now he's back in cubs con because he did that one thing one time um <laughs> yeah that's exactly was, what i
2: mean at least in at. hendrick's case it was a pretty big one thing but oh yeah no he, he was he was okay for us do you think you think hayward will ever come back i don't to a cubs con and and like just tell us what the speech was <laughs> <That would> be- <laughs> like, everybody's like so secretive about the speech uh, we don't want to tell you we don't want to tell you
1: yeah. I don't know yeah well and we're far overdue for a break we've talked about all these trades but I do enjoy just basically everybody watching breaking the news to us and our yes. just hot stove reactions like oh cue cue to the Cardinals a freaking course you know and then we just complain about everything I, and, then, sure. and
2: then we talk about our second favorite team, Sunrancers a yeah. Mariners podcast. <laughs> when <laughs> halfway through no we what's...
1: forget what team we're we're talking about because we don't remember the mariners are a well, team. I'm
2: surprised we didn't have the argument that you want to call them the Mariners.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you want to call them the Mariners. That's ridiculous, Michael. <laughs> it's mariners. Everybody knows that. So uh The way we keep the lights on in this podcast is through Patreon. Please support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Here's the commercial for it. We'll be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super renter at patreon.com/sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer and in turn line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard, five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song, and ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet, but super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rantor levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money for tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back and a reminder to put hashtag chance into the chat. And you, too, can win a Frank Chance postcard um, <laughs> with a message of love from me to you. A message of love. A message of love. I do. People that have won before, I'm a little behind on my postcard sending. I've been busy. I've had family in town, all sorts of things. Uh, in fact, I've, my nieces are in the, in the other room playing a board game as we speak. So uh, we should talk about this series, I guess. I mean, nobody really cares. And that's what I, that I'm really noticing. I went on Twitter and people were just like talking about the trades and talking about that. They were not talking about the game. Nobody gave a crap. I mean, we lost three or four. That doesn't help. <laughs> so,
2: and yeah, and one of them we couldn't see. Wasn't 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 one of them on
1: Apple T V. Apple.
2: Yep. One of yeah. them was on Apple. The other
1: was on a, a, the last night was on ESPN. So yeah. they uh, the Cubs uh, the only one they won, they won four to two and that was the strom it started. And, well, let's just—I mean, we get into a little bit of it. The the best thing that happened, though, the entire time, and I don't really want to get a, go into each one of these games, but this series got off to a great start when David Ross, <laughs> <laughs> the, the delay of game, <laughs> <laughs> was caught apparently giving the double birds, flipping the double birds to Jock Peterson across the dugout because it's just you know. You know, it, I mean, we all know that we do this to each other. Like, you know, hey, fuck you, man. And, you you, you know, we give each other the double bird, sit and spin to your buddies, you know, and that's kind of what's going on with this. And so uh, Ross did come out and uh, it, it, through Gordon Wittenmeyer's tweet said this. He apologized, which I really wish he didn't apologize. There's nothing to apologize for. We've all we all do this. It was kind of my hello to a friend of mine, Ross said on the other side and just got caught on camera. I don't want any kids out there giving the birds to anybody. It's not the way I want to represent the organization, or myself, or my family.
2: That is some serious corporate bullshit, right there. <laughs> like <laughs> he didn't
1: do. I mean, whatever.
2: This doesn't bug anybody. Kids have seen this.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then my favorite, because I I, com-
2: I, I, I just told my kids when they asked about it. They found out later. I said, "Well, that's how many runs the Cubs scored." in the whole series (laughs)
1: uh i i tweeted out when as soon as this happened i i tweeted out that david ross flipping the double birds was my spirit animal and ryan Dempster tweeted at me extend him
3: (laughs) exactly extend extend them
1: i think that's what he heard extend those figures extend and sit we're gonna get shut down by the sensors look ah
2: see okay so this is this is what we need to do this is the new uh Salute in the bleachers, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's tasered. When Ross
1: gets out, like, hey, (laughs) it's got to be an obvious shirt, just like the double birds on a shirt, you know. And
2: what's funny is it, like, you can only see his hands coming up, like you can't see his elbows, so it looks like it totally could have been photoshopped. (laughs) And I, I think maybe Brett Taylor put like, like just. Kept copying the hands, and he put like six hands after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's pre- it's a beauty. thing of beauty. What a thing to be caught. Um, yeah. So well, that, you know, I' it's season for it. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. And
2: I actually wrote about that in can, my poem for the Yeah, game.
1: Can we hear the poem from game one? Because I'd at least like to hear the poems. We could talk a little bit about the games, yeah, but that, so, I, I care about as much about these games as anybody.
2: Yeah. So game no, one, I went, the, <laughs> I went with the. I went with uh, the. Whatchamacallit? The, the haiku's. Okay. Had to finally. Okay, all that I gotta Cubs down. Poem 98. Chicago 2. San Francisco 4. Rossi flips two birds, saying hello to his friend. Internet makes memes. It was not two birds. It was Rossi's prediction. Cubs only score two. Okay. <laughs> and then the one that's actually about the game, defense bad for Steele. Wisdom hit number
1: 50. Streak snapped
2: at six wins.
1: Yeah, and the Giants, they ended their losing streak. Yeah, they I had guess. seven a seven-loss streak going in or yeah. something like that. Yeah, all the runs were unearned for Justin Steele uh, because of <laughs> Wisdom just missed that <laughs> easy. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, It's like he just forgot that he was... Play baseball or something. It just was, just fell. Uh, so he only goes. still only goes three point two. Kind of ran into the you know the trouble with that 80, 84 pitches only through three point two, and then well, and that that was the Wellman guy came in again.
2: Yeah, and that was the problem. Is just I, I yeah. When you throw whatever you threw like fifty pitches in one
1: inning, I mean you gotta leave. <laughs> There's just nothing you can do. Yeah. So And then that Ullman guy, who I still, like, I'm like, I refuse to believe. Like, I'm not going to look into him too much until he's on the team a little bit longer. (laughs) Right.
2: But he came out there. Everyone was surprised. And uh, he pitched 2.1 innings. And actually pitched well. Like, didn't give anything up. He only had, you know, he had two strikeouts. You know, not bad. Not amazing. But, yeah. 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 The, the I don't wisdom. know. Maybe, maybe the the hitters have never seen him either. Maybe there's no tape on the guy. Nothing. He's he's one of those Cardinal like,
1: uh, make players or something. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom homered in this one. A former Cardinal makeup player is, and and Wisdom homer now is his fiftieth of his career. Yeah. Where were you? Where were you when <laughs> when Wisdom hit his fiftieth? He he did he did
2: crush it, and he had a nice little uh, you know bat flip. I enjoyed it.
1: Uh, and then so I guess that that happened. Anything else happened in this one? Yeah, I mean, not really. Cubs got struck out uh, in three times in the ninth, and it was pretty much over. Um, yeah, nothing really. Oh yeah, you know what? Uh, the first inning pissed me off in this one. Uh, Morell was Suzuki was at the plate. Morell got thrown out at third, and Suzuki ducked to give the catcher a clearer path. I'm like, dude, we're not that polite here in the United States. You have to stop being so polite. Don't get out of the way. Like, I mean, Anthony, or like Anthony Rizzo was a lefty, but like Wilson Contreras, like stands there and like pretends to yawn. He's like, "Ah," you know, just like. Well, no, and I was I was, I was
2: watching the Giants uh, broadcast, and they actually talked about it. They're like – they were surprised. The Giants broadcast was surprised. They're like,
1: he just got out of the way. Got out of the way. Like, yeah, it was weird. It was a real rally killer because Cubs had two on, I believe, one out at the time, right? Or the maybe first it day. wasn't the Giants broadcast. Maybe, was this the Apple TV? Maybe I was just was an it. Apple TV. No, no, that was Thursday, so it was probably the Giants, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, Cubs had some opportunities in this one. They, they were, uh, I don't, they just didn't freaking capitalize. Whatever, uh, it sucks. Yeah, whatever. So after
2: you know, after that fourth inning where they where you know wisdom drops the ball and they fucking boot things around and they yeah. don't do anything, it's game's over. They move they had on.
1: Three, they had three hits. You know what are you gonna do? They were getting no hit till the seventh. So like you know what do you want? They yeah.
2: Suck. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they yeah. were getting no hit till the seventh, and then the. The guy in game two, I think, he had a perfect game through, like, four or some shit.
1: Yeah. Any straight. Yeah. So uh, g- give me a game two poem. You got one of them? I do. Okay. We'll we'll put the song back on then.
2: Cubs poem 99. 99. Chicago 4, San Francisco 2. Giants with chances, but Strowman just dances. Out of every fire, wisdom hit it higher. Cubs rally ninth inning, keeps them winning, despite a two-run jack in a failed comeback. Tough Cubs win, fly that flag again.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stroman really did dance out of the fire in that one. They, well, they had eight hits, three walks, and meanwhile, Alex Cobb carved us up, had 11 strikeouts, uh, only one walk. Yeah, out, and-
2: outside of that wisdom bomb, that, like that was
1: it. Yeah, and then uh, and then you're looking at this one, Giants 3-for-11 with runners in scoring position, so they failed. Cubs 2-for-10 with runners in scoring position. We failed. It's like both teams are trying to lose the game. It's what it really felt like, just like we won't score. We'll be the worst team ever with risk. We'll just be equally crappy, and then somebody eventually will go home the victor.
2: I actually felt pretty good at the end of this game, you know, and I thought, you know what? They might just win this
1: series, like that, would be the momentum to push them through.
2: Yeah, they didn't. No, <laughs> they did. Remember, not. I called. I called for a three and one uh,
1: win. Yeah, I three, called for three three a one, one win up there. I said they were going to sweep, didn't I? Oh man, see, I'm usually not wrong, but ever since we became a gambling syndicate, <laughs> you know, I'm incentivized to give people bad gambling advice.
2: We, you know what, I gave them the numbers they needed. It was just the wrong team. But if you think about that and then you just bet the opposite way, I think you're going to be fine. Uh, remember, it's
1: BetUS. Yeah, BetUS.com. Sign up with Sunranto and and lose. And, and lose. we win. That's, that's our tagline. You lose, we, lose, we win. We win. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but yeah, sure didn't look great. Uh, Contreras got hit and kind of looked over down at Cobb. Looked a little pissed off, you know.
2: Well, he got hit the day before as well.
1: Yeah. So I, I think they're just hitting him. I mean, can you imagine? I I kept thinking, I'm like, what if they like broke his wrist like right before he was gonna get traded? I know, I'm just and but he'd be like, Hey, they just ruined my trade value. I guess I'm a cub. You know, then all that would have now he just stays on the cubs.
2: I've I've wondered about that because uh, it was after this game, I think, the reporters were talking to him about, you know, some of his hitting problems and stuff and whether the trade issues were causing him stress, you know. and, and the, I think this is when he was like, it, it's hard. I just want it all over, you yeah, know. It is hard. It's Same it's thing my wife be. says every night, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, I I get it. We all want it over. Like, at this point, it almost pisses me off when he shows up every day. Yeah. He's like, dude, quit doing this to me. I just want it over, but he wants it over too, and maybe that's bugging him. But I'm also thinking, like, maybe he's like, "Fuck you, Horrier." You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play like shit for this yeah. last like two weeks, yeah. and fuck your extra guy that you think you might get. That you think out of you're
1: here. gonna get, yeah, because I'm, 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 running cold. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Homer, uh, uh, wisdom, Homer to this one as well. Um, you know. Cubs had more chances. They had bases loaded with no outs and Morrell hit into a double play ending that inning. Um, was this the last time we saw him? He, he went out there and got us out of a, out of a bases loaded jam as well. So we won't be seeing that anymore. (laughs) So good. Good luck on the Yankees jerk. And, um, Cubs got two in the ninth, made it, made it happen. Uh, Kind of blew open the game a little bit and they needed it. Otherwise, they would have lost the game. And, uh, Horner scored on a swinging bunt from Schwindel. Rivas singled. Morell, quote unquote, singled, but that ball should have been caught. And, uh, yeah, that,
2: that Horner score, yet another wave him and Willie. Like, yeah. He scored, but that doesn't mean it was a right, like, it was just, you know, it was a pitcher fielding, which, by the way, hashtag, uh, PFdh I think P- P- no uh, designated fielder DF hashtag DF right yeah, a fielder yeah. because the pitchers can't do it he ran up there looked kind of stupid and then actually made kind of a shitty throw for four feet and you know and he got past him it was still a bad idea they just run on everything they're like they're seriously like little kids it's it's like when you're in you know, you got sixth graders out there, and none of them will ever run for any reason. And you just like run on no, anything,
1: no, everything, yeah, exactly, of all. I want just you all run. the way home. I want you running, yeah, because all you're trying to do is get them to tucker themselves out so they take a nap later. <laughs>
3: you,
1: know what I mean?
2: you can, you can go <laughs> well, drink a beer it and ruble out you know in mean? order to sleep on that bus ride back to the hotel. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, Robertson was not good in this one. Almost gave it up. So uh, he ends up giving up three hits, two runs. He still hasn't been traded. I don't believe that's
2: that's another guy killing his value here.
1: Yeah, he's
4: like, I like it in Chicago. I weeks. love
1: deep dish. Oh, <laughs> I, would, I, would I like go out New with Mel- as well. Exactly, I'm not leaving. David David Kaplan's giving me free pizza. Why would I ever leave?
2: <laughs> I've still got oh, I've still got a one hundred dollar gift
1: card. Gift card. <laughs> his, his wife just keeps giving me pizza. I don't understand. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah it was it was a great he gave up the home run to uh wilmer flores scored la Stella. and uh yeah cubs almost lost but they didn't so uh game three happened let's talk about that just a little bit but i'll i'll give you some music uh...
2: this really does sound like you know like i should have a uh with one of those little goatee things in a in a beret yeah Cubs beret. poem 100 yes that's 100 poems this year Chicago 4 San Francisco 5 Cubs hit the century mark losing at Oracle Park Giants trolling Cubs by honoring Will, Will Clark, Clark. <laughs> Smiley with the frown Bullpen held it down Cubs fake the rally. 4K HAP ends on the ground. And that is not high definition HAP. That was four strikeouts prior to that shitty ground ball that ended the game.
1: Once again, trying to
2: ruin his trade value. Yeah, the c- see, it's funny how people, I mean, yes, people are talking about HAP and getting traded and shit. Did anybody give HAP a fucking standing ovation? on on that last home stand the bleachers did the bleachers right just the left fielders who left field bleachers who actually kind of chat with them and shit but yeah it it's just so funny how wilson got here one year before and it was but it was the right year
1: yeah (laughs) and hap's just gonna be like ring old ringless hap but uh you know, I still don't know for a fact that Hap is gone. Like, you know, it's. I guess they're just all twenty
2: nine teams want him, Danny.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been told, which means it's definitely not happening cause, <laughs> probably. So, I mean, the, the Cubs once again they pound out uh, ten hits in this one, but they really just uh, don't get it done. They lose five to four. They scored the three runs in the ninth. The Giants were just trying to give the game away. Like, they were yeah. doing everything they could at the end. To get, I mean, all those were, like, infield singles, singles pretty much, you know. Uh, the Cubs, uh, the, there was a the double play ball from uh, Velasquez, who was safe at second. I'm talking about the ninth inning here. And yeah. then there was another double play ball, and they only get one. And, you know, it was just like – they just kept screwing up at the end. They almost gave it away. And they didn't. Cubs, with, Cubs out hit the Giants – but Giants outscored the Cubs. So that's where right. this and, one ended. And the Giants do all their damage in the third and fourth. You know, it's yeah, not but like Smiley they were just wasn't dominating. good. They go back to back off Smiley in the fourth. They, in the third, they. Uh, how did they get all their runs? It was like. Well, there was the. I'm just looking it up. I didn't even write it down. He <laughs> just gave up a bunch of runs. <laughs> it just kept happening. Just kept He's- happening. No, I think they just kept getting hits and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he gave up gives up five runs in this one, mm-hmm. all earned. Seven hits, strikes out five. But those back to back home runs were kind of stupid, and um, did have five strikeouts. But there was another toot bland. Rivas got picked off in this one. Cubs had their chances. You know they were what's this? risk? two for thirteen. Yeah. That's brutal. So you're not you're gonna win this. Um, did you think that? And I don't think it's probably on purpose. But when Mark Leiter came into this game, hit that Yairo Estrada guy in the head, and then he died. Oh wait, no, he, <laughs> he got died. a concussion. Sorry, I
2: yeah, he my was notes here. He was super concussed. I don't know. I will say that I was a little like questioning of. Al Leiter Jr.'s uh, fucking body language. Yeah, it seems a little aggressive. And he kind of looked like, you deserve that, motherfucker. Like, it really didn't, I don't know. I've seen guys pitch hit somebody up high and like drop down on the ground. No, I didn't. Oh, shit. And building. And that wasn't the feeling I got from him at all.
1: No. And it, it just felt like, you know, after Contreras had been hit, and I'm like, was this like retaliation that got went too far or like got away from people, him? Or
2: People in the chat, chime in. Do you think, if if you saw this, do you think that that was somewhat intentional?
1: I don't think he hit him in the head intentionally.
2: Right, up high and tight, maybe, maybe a bean ball, but not supposed to be up there. Yeah. I don't
1: know. It just felt <laughs> like
2: the blood was a little bad. David Elliott says, I don't know. Killing a player has got to be the highlight of Mark Leiter Jr.'s career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the highlight of his career is being his uncle's nephew. Yes, it's the fact <laughs> that we keep saying Al. Yeah, we talk exactly. About him. So, uh, all right. So, anyway, we lost that one, five to four. It was we almost tried to win, but like Hap, Hap made the ninety seventh out of the ninth inning, and then it was over. So,
2: I I did want to say something about the uh, TV broadcast. I mean, number one, the Giants broadcast is boring as shit. Like, they pay attention to the game at least, so it's not terrible. But it's boring. My my wife came in. She she watched a little bit. She's like, these guys suck. And I had to be, you know, I was kind of like, well, this is not too bad. But I did switch over to the Cubs. And uh, Ron Coomer was in the television booth. Uh. It was a three-man booth with J.D., Ron, and the booger, and uh, it wasn't bad. I don't like three man booths just as a general rule. I think there's too many people in there, but it was nice because JD and Ron talked about baseball, and Booger had nothing to say he <laughs> because know. he never played. <laughs> One another strike. Like it was, it was nice because every time he tried to get a word in, like they would just talk over him. And you know, it, it's like when JD is in there with Sutcliffe and, uh, Shambi. Yeah. And JD can't really talk. That's how it was. But yeah, Shambi wasn't getting a chance. So I enjoyed the fact that Shambi didn't get a talk. <laughs> well, get like, me. Anybody give... listen to Zaidman and Hughes. What was that like? Uh, <laughs> Did Zayden even talk
1: with all the laughter? <laughs> just, I mean, Hughes does crack him up pretty good. <laughs> all right, last poem, last game, and then we're gonna take a break. This game it sucked even worse than the other ones. Yeah.
2: Comes poem one oh one, Chicago zero, San Francisco four. Fourth inning, four runs. It's all Giants needed. Samson, done. Cubs defeated. It's got a chance. It was not gone. Gonzalez at
1: the wall. Robs morell for Rodon. That's it. Yeah, uh, Rodon was really good. And do you remember in the offseason when we were like, hey, I think the Cubs should probably sign Rodon. A lot of upside. Throws real hard, pretty good with the White Sox. And Crawley was like, "Oh, I don't know, he gets injured a lot." And we're like, "Yeah, I know, but like, what else are we doing?" And then yeah. like he was good anyway, and he was, and then he was, and then he got, and he's probably gonna get traded for a lot. Probably of gonna Crawley get Shucks. traded
2: but, and get a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Remember that? Well, anyway, he kicked our ass. Uh, he,
2: Outside of Morel, with that first, that that leadoff like smash that robbed. It was yeah, and that was a true homer, barely. But it, was, it would have been a homer. But, yeah, robbed. And after that, that was all Rodon needed.
1: Yeah, that was all. And that was it. We just didn't do anything after that. I'll put up the box score for some reason if you like looking at very low numbers. <laughs> we've got them. Cubs with four hits and zero runs. Giants with nine hits and four runs. They got all four of their runs in the fourth inning. Um, yeah, I mean, Samson was okay. Uh, I guess you know, it, he had – you know, he had just bases loaded, two outs. They, they had two outs the whole time they scored those runs. Yeah. So just the one inning, didn't well, pitch it, badly. It really
2: was the one inning that really got him. But, you know, so – but that – he only lasted four because of that. The three innings before that, I was happy with what he was doing. But yeah. that's kind of where he's at, right? You're kind of he's, happy with
1: anything Samson gives you, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: He – He has honestly been a nice surprise for me this year. I actually enjoy watching Sampson. Not because I think he's, like, amazing. I just like watching him work through it and do things nobody's expected him to do. You know, and then he has an inning like that, and you're like, it doesn't make you feel that bad. Like, you don't get too upset. It's not like, you know, it's not like Josh Hader just gave up a, you know, two-run shot in the ninth. Like, it's like, eh. It's Samson. It's it's really
1: all upside. So if Samson goes out there and gives you six, seven innings of just like shut down ball, you're like, man, this guy is really just making the most with not much, and He's you're just really there. And then if he really screws up and gives up eight runs, you're like, well, it's Samson. It's not his fault. He's not. That <laughs> exactly. good. I mean, the guy can't he lose. He you can't
2: go in lose. expecting him to lose. You're like, well, this is going to be a loss. He gets you three good innings, and you're like, we got a chance here. And then he gives up four, and you're like, well, I kind of saw
1: that coming. Even Brett Taylor, I saw you tweet it out the other day from Bleacher Nation. He was just like, he's like, I'm still not sold on Samson, but (laughs) it's hilarious. He's like, because the peripherals aren't there, and that just drives the nerds nuts. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. like, his FIP is 86, and he's got like a four ERA. Like, how does it happen? Oh my god, we absolutely do need
2: the T-shirt. You know, we cheer baseball, not calculators or whatever, right? Like, ask me something about that. Like, the math nerds really do drive me in, insane. The the cult of the executive, the the prospect pervert. You know, the the ones that are like, do you understand, Can you see how he 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 scores out? How he how he. He's supposed to be in the future? Like, this is going to be amazing. It's yeah. like, dude. But the guy who's out there right now on the field
1: sucks. Well, and, you know, just getting back to one of the trades that was made, um, Evan Altman, who I – mean, Scott Efros is a friend of Evan Altman. Uh, Scott's known Evan for quite a, a while. Uh, because and- Evan interviewed him at the lower levels and – Exactly. Talk and to his kid. And, we interviewed, yeah. I interviewed him with Evan and John Felice when the, on the ranch show back in 2020, when the pandemic was happening, Everybody sitting at home and Evan just called up everybody new and just like, oh, let's do an interview a day and let's put these in the can. So that's what we did. Efrost was one of those guys. And it's just like, but this was Evan's point is that Efros is right now in this very moment performing at a high level in the major leagues and has for a couple of years now. It is a proven, for now, situation. The guy that we got for him, uh, Wizinski or whatever, um, we don't know what he's going to be. He seems like he'll be okay. Oh, he's top seven prospect. Well, that's because you know as Little Yumper pointed out, he was number <laughs> twenty, and then he traded a bunch of guys. Now he's seven. So. Do you, you know. do
2: you think Wisniewski woke up the day after they traded all those guys? He's like, I'm fucking number seven, baby. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Sayonara, suckers. He, he, Who's number he, seven?
2: Uh, I'm he, number seven. He walked into the Yankees clubhouse. He's like, hey, uh, what do you say I get the uh, number seven jersey?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Damn it. This, uh, this guy again? Don't they teach <laughs> these kids anything? When's the last
2: time we heard anything about Frazier? Where is Frazier anymore?
1: Jackson? Yeah. He's going to Jackson. (laughs) I'm going to Jackson. You know that song?
2: Yeah. Getting a divorce, baby.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we got shut out. And I did make some notes about getting shut out. Is that the Reds and the Cubs have been shut out the least amount in the NL Central. That was only our fifth shutout of the year. Cincinnati has also been shut out five times. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Two worst teams. The two worst teams. The Milwaukee Brewers are next, with seven been shut out seven times. Pittsburgh's been shut out eight times, and St. Louis has been shut out eleven times. Yet they managed to be in second place and trading for Juan Soto somehow. Right? Yeah. Devil magic and Jose Quintana. Yeah. So, um, so that's all great news for us. Would it would be it? awesome
2: <laughs> if the Jose Quintana trade made it so that they couldn't get Juan Soto. If the Nats were like, that's the guy we wanted, that one prospect you gave up, we're done.
1: What if the Jose (laughs) – no, it would never be, but what if if the Jose Quintana trade was like the predicate to being able to trade for Soto? They're like, the Nats really just wanted Quintana somehow. (laughs) They're like, I know that you got Quintana, we'll do the deal.
2: They were doing – they were clearing up cap space.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just, just to get cute. We no, got to get
2: I'm, rid of this, like, you know, rookie level deal so that we can yeah. get Quintana.
1: Extension coming for Quintana. <laughs> <laughs> just extend him right away. Like, yeah, we already had a deal in place. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back, and not only are we going to preview the Cardinals series, but we're going to announce the Amazon Shopper of the Month. It's a contest night here on the Sun Ranta Show. So that's pretty exciting and um anyway we'll be right back. the Sun Ranto show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers who we call the Super Ranters well, who are the Super Ranters well Super Ranters they have their own RSS feed and they get the show early and ad free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher they get bonus content uh for example, like the recording of our color cast conversations, uh, they get exclusive access to the Sunranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sunranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and uh, Sunranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's Perks at every level, $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world, $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles, uh, at $12 you get the rant your calendar every year and... Uh, You can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling sy- syndicates and dick pill companies it's just not enough to keep SunRanto on the air we have hosting fees streaming fees equipment tickets batteries guitar strings well it all just adds up so become a super ranter at patreon.com/sunranto and become a part of our patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond help us produce the SunRanto show you know, if you would buy each of us a twelve dollar beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sun Ranto show, then join at the $3 level. That's three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online. Or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in SportsDrink. That's spelled like sports drink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunranto.com StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sunranto Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunranto.com StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunranto.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sunranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunranto.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. Sunranto.com slash StubHub and sunranto.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sunranto show while staying. Making it to evil corporations who suck. And it won't cost you a single penny. It don't stink to click our link. Okay, we sold 65 items through the Amazon search bar this time. Oh, so close. Yeah, I know. We got to do just a little bit better. But look at all the things that people bought. We got a lot of pool supply stuff. The first thing I saw
2: was... Evan Fisher front fender compatible with the 2008 to 2016. And I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I don't know what it's compatible with.
1: Yeah, well, you're just going to have to it. I believe live. it's a Chrysler
2: something or another.
1: But with a lot of swimming pool stuff, and you really got to invite me over. Whoever that was, uh, we got somebody buying lighters, disposable face masks. Look at this, an Amazon Fire TV, 55-inch, so... That's pretty good. Uh, mixing bowls with airtight lids, toilet seat screws, people doing a little home improvement. I'm, I'm impressed. Oops, a 16- Rawlings
2: MLB nine-can cooler, Chicago Cubs. Uh, I think somebody was buying me my Christmas gift since Danny didn't get me the the, the six-cooler one
1: from the giveaway. Oh, it sucked. It you already broke it. You don't know, Trust me, you don't want it. But uh, what the way we do this, if you're unfamiliar with how we do this, we have the number picker wheel. So I don't know who bought through our Amazon search bar at uh, sunrantho.com slash Amazon. All you got to do is click on our links and then uh, you buy stuff and it shows up in that chart I showed you. But I don't know who bought it. So if it was you. That bought it. You will win if you just come forward and admit that you bought that.
2: <laughs> and and if it's too embarrassing for some reason to say that you've bought it, you can ask us not to say your name on t- on the yeah. air, and that's fine. But uh, you know, wh- whoever bought the sex swing. We're all in your corner.
1: And I'm rooting for you here because you'll (laughs) you'll win Bleacher Bum Band shot classes plus an extra prize that I forgot what it was. And I think it might be the Pedro Stroke bobblehead, but then Michael thought that might be for figuring out who was vaccinated or unvaccinated on the Cubs. Might have been the Contreras poster. I got to look back. If you remember what I said, please let me know because I didn't write it down. And that's just how I roll. So let's, Danny. Do you choose
2: spin. the colors? Do you choose the colors when you do this? I do not. Okay. I'm yeah. just wondering because that's a big board of Packers colors just yeah, spinning green around and, right there.
1: Yeah. No, this is just something I pick. Number Picker Wheel on PickerWheel.com. That's what I use here. So <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not cheating here. That's zombie's
2: so, favorite uh, website, Picker Wheel. The boogie.
1: So uh, one, one through 65, it's green and yellow and 65 oh. items. I'm giving it a spin. Listen to it. Crackle. Ooh, I love the crackle. It's pretty good. Crackle. Right, here it we go. Like a little- the winner is number 51. 51. Who, who's who got 51? Well, well, we're going to look it up right now. So I got to come back to the thing. And I believe that should probably be on number three. The Mixing Bowls with airtight lids, 20 pieces, stainless steel mixing bowls. Not only do you have uh, mixing bowls, but you've won a set of Bleacher Bomb shot glasses and something that I forgot that I said. And off of
2: that Packers colored board, we got number 51, which is Dick Butkus's number, retired by the Chicago Bears. Sorry, I saw the 51. I was
1: like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> Terry E says, plantar supports. That's got to be pools. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so, as always, hashtag chance in the chat. And you could, uh, you could win the Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Um, let's talk about the Cardinals briefly, if we have to. If we must. We might be facing Juan Soto. And we oh might God, be facing yeah. Jose Quintana, who'll probably pitch no hitter against us. We all know this is what's going to happen. Um, so, uh, Cardinals are fifty-three and forty-eight. They are in second place. They just won two or three from DC. They're off today, just like the Cubs. Uh, but the Cubs are four and four against them, and they've only outscored the Cubs by five runs. They're kind of rested because they recently went to Toronto, where they were without. Arenado and Goldschmidt, who decided to keep doing their own research on whether vaccines work or not, and
2: they—they're a- <laughs> up to polio. Mm-hmm. They're still working. They're working. They've worked through the measles, the mumps. Now they're at polio.
1: They're, he's working through the Jonas Salk uh, Wikipedia right now, <laughs> and and watching a couple of. Uh, uh, 1980s uh, documentaries on the Well
2: While well, the rest of the team was up in Toronto, they were in Philadelphia at the Mutter
1: Museum just checking some things out. Yeah. So they had a losing July, 11 and 13 in July. They're only losing months so far. Offensively, uh, they're just a couple of teams ahead of the Cubs in pretty much every offensive category there is, except that they strike out way less and they're eighth in runs scored in the major leagues while well, the Cubs are 19th. And, uh, Don't the you Cubs, love that?
2: There's only a couple of teams in every offensive category that are better than the Cubs, except for the one that really makes the most difference, and that's runs scored.
1: Yeah, runs scored. <laughs> it's, it's just keeps being like that, yeah. And here's why. So I looked it up again, and the Cubs are still, with their batting average with runners in scoring position, is second to last to the Pirates.
2: Yeah, and so. they just... They keep, it's that slap hitting, you know, sort of single style, which to be fair, I like it, but when you got a guy on third and you just send him home on a swinging bunt, no matter what, that shit doesn't work out that well for you,
1: Yeah, you know, and or if you hit yourself. it
2: to a double play with the I bases keep, loaded,
1: doesn't work. I keep thinking all the, all the, uh, outs on the base paths have a heck of a lot to do with it. You know, you get Morrell thrown out in this last one, you get Rivas picked off, ending innings, you get the two plans, you get the wave of men willies, you get the, you, I mean, all of it, All put it all together. So, uh, Artie makes a good point here. You can't win if you don't score points. It's true. That's uh, how it works. And here's the, the pitching is worse too, though. The Cubs pitching is worse. And they've, They've got uh, the 12th ERA. They're in the majors, like team ERA. They're 12th to the Cubs, 25th, but they're only uh, half a run higher. So it's not like that much better, you know, that spread between the 12th best team and the 25th best team or the fifth, sixth worst, fifth worst, worst, I should say. Danny
2: is if the Cubs would just go after one better guy. They could probably be better than the Cardinals if they would have only maybe spent all the money
1: that we give them with if forty thousand dollars. They only have to have
2: to Rodon in the game. off season or and have their four starter
1: or Correa. I mean, there's lots of ways this could have gone down. Just saying,
2: and I then, feel like Rodon would have been actually more needed than Correa at this point. But
1: yeah, they should ship. have got them both. Ship. Yeah, they could. Ship sailed. Um, The relievers, uh, yeah, they've got a half a run better ERA in the reliever category. And they're pretty much average in every single category, except for they do not strike out a lot of guys out of the pen. So they don't have the real strikeout stuff. Here's where the real difference is, to be honest, between these two teams. Defense. And we all know the Cubs suck at defense, and their dirt sucks. It's the eighth lowest. Well, they've got the eighth highest dirt. Well, was the
2: Giants actually worse than them? I think that's what we talked about the last show. The the Giants preview, the Giants were actually worse than the Cubs defensively.
1: And yet. We saw that a little bit. We we saw saw it a little bit, but
2: we saw the Cubs much more.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, you think you've got bad D look at us. So, (laughs) um, and, uh, yeah, they've got the second fewest errors where the Cubs have the fourth most. So that's a big difference. They're getting the outs when they need to on the defense. Now, if you think about – now, tie this all together. The Cubs have the second most innings pitched out of their bullpen. Think of all the elongated innings for the relievers when they're just – you know, you got 20 more errors than the Cardinals. And, you know, how many more innings just kept going, your arm gets more tired, and then you – so a lot of that innings pitch is just all – it's like a puzzle piece the puzzle pieces are fitting together. And then when you finally see the puzzle come together, it's just a big pile of manure. That's what the Cubs is right now, because it's like they're, they're not firing on any cylinders and it's all affecting each other negatively so that you have a situation where you have an offense who's not that bad, but their base running sucks. So they're running it out. So they don't score the runs. They can't come through clutch. Maybe that's because they're young. So just like everything, there's like a caveat to that makes us suck ultimately. Yeah. So I'm just – I'm frustrated, you know? I think we're all a little oh, frustrated. I, I think everybody is. Good God. So uh, they're, so they're getting, these games are going to be in St. Louis, and it is going to be hot. Holy cow, is it going to be hot. Um, 97 today, 96 tomorrow. These are night games. They're all at 6 o'clock our time uh, 645 our time 96 97 then finally 84 but it's gonna rain and there's a pretty good chance it's gonna rain so this game might be rained out um actually seems kind of likely because it's gonna be so hot you know that's when the storms are gonna blow through and uh i do have a bit of a suggestion if you plan on going to one of the games, there, these are pretty. Good, there's a pretty good price seat on StubHub if you're gonna go down there. It is right behind the Cubs dugout, so you could have the first look at the new guys that are gonna be on the Cubs. At the you could you first look at Zach McKinstry before anybody in Chicago lays eyes on him. You could sit in the diamond box seats for Ooh. under hundred dollars. These are the most expensive seats you can get at uh Bush stadium or whatever they call it. And I'm dropping the link in the chat. If you're going go to go into these games, sunrantocom slash slash StubHub, but these specific seats uh, are way under price of what the face is. So
2: isn't I, that every year, every seat way under price. Like it's, it's so weird. They can never, they can never seem to sell their, their seats out.
1: It's, well, they can't, it's a big stadium and it's a small market team. So they have red seats to make it look like people are there. And they also do things like, uh, they, uh, they allow you uh, like a season pass. So you can just subscribe to your Cardinal pass and yeah. you can just go to all the games that month, like th- it's 30 bucks a month. And they'll just find you a seat and you go in there and you could buy their overpriced beer. Um, Wish the Cubs would do that stuff, but God. you can get that down at the diamond box. Like, cause I'm just saying like, you're not going to sit in the front row in the best section at Wrigley field for under a hundred bucks. Even if the Cubs are in last place, does you may get those tickets come, free.
2: Does anything come with the diamond box? Like, no, uh, no, just good
1: seats. Yeah. So anyway, I just shared that in the chat. If you, if you're going to go to the game on Wednesday to the second game, I highly suggest that if you want to spend a hundred dollars on some seats that's ninety two dollars but they're like one hundred fifty face so anyhow game one is gonna be we'll talk about that one first. Game one is gonna be uh Keegan Thompson who's eight and four with a three sixteen versus Adam Wainwright seven and eight with a three twenty eight You can get a special ticket and meet the Wizard of Oz Ozzie Smith so that's exciting. Uh, Keegan Thompson gave up three runs on uh, five through five point one against St. Louis last time he faced him, but the last time he pitched, he gave uh, was against Pittsburgh. He gave up two runs on four hits and went seven. He pitched very well. Uh, G- Goldie, the unvaccinated Paul Goldschmidt has two home runs off of him. Other than that, it's kind of a mixed bag versus Keegan Thompson. Waino, uh, he uh, pitched in Toronto. Apparently, he has been vaccinated. And he went seven innings pitched, one run on five hits. He's still pitching great into his 50s or 60s or however the old he, old he is right now. He struck out eight. Against the Cubs, he pitched very well. He gave up two runs, but it was on nine hits. But he managed to go seven innings pitched. If Ian Happ's still on this team, he has four homers against Adam Wainwright. Wilson, he's not playing. If, well, Wilson, if he's on the – well, he's playing if he doesn't get traded.
2: Well, I mean – yeah, if he doesn't get traded but I don't know you're, you're 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 throwing out some uh some hopeful uh pregame in here with yeah,
1: and Wilson. I am just telling you right now that yet yeah, between the two of them they got 6 home runs against Adam Wainwright. And if they are traded, the Cubs will never win again. So, there's that then uh game two, Justin Seal, four and seven with a three eighty six versus Miles Michaelis, eight and eight with a two eighty six. It's a line night, which is a special ticket you can get, which is kind of annoying because isn't that like an Illinois thing? So like why are they taking a line Why are they doing that? Why they it's not in thing?
2: Champagne. To
1: it's in in the middle of the state.
2: Yeah, it's not in Champagne, but there are a lot of I don't know, Cardinals fans down there. There are. I went I just there. went to the, the University of Illinois recently with my son. Check it out. It's a really nice place.
1: Yeah. but It's but nicer the, than when I lived there. I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, but it really should be. I mean, that's – if you're in Illinois, know, I don't know. It, it should still be Cubs country,
1: right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. It really just, should be.
1: In my opinion, it just seemed cheap that they were taking Illini night away from us. I'm like, you're Missouri. Stay on your side of the river. Yeah. So uh, here's – Uh, Justin Steele's uh, or the Cardinals numbers against Justin Steele they do quite well Uh, it's not a huge sample size but overall in 45 plate appearances they're slashing 317, 378, 488 for 866 OPS although Goldschmidt and Tyler O'Neill, whose pants are too tight both have dongs off of him and if you want to see a dong look at Tyler (laughs) O'Neill's pants because you certainly could see everything I believe Yachty's – I didn't mention this, but I believe Yachty's still hurt.
2: Yeah, he's hurt. Sure. Yeah. We saw him in the the creep T-shirt drinking some sort of mixed drink in Puerto Rico, just hanging out on the beach.
1: Yeah, yelling at (laughs) – running on the court at basketball games. So he did. (laughs) Yelling at children in parks for flipping bats. So uh, yeah, uh, Paul Goldschmidt with some good numbers. It's a small sample size. Edmund hits him well. Goldschmidt hits him well. It's it it's not pretty against Steele. I'll just let's just say that. Uh, now Miles Michaelis is going to pitch for the Cardinals with his two eighty six two eighty six ERA. Miles has faced this twice, and uh, he's given up five runs over eleven in, innings pitched. Although the Cardinals won both of those games, he struck out nine in one of those wins. Last time, though, he gave up two through seven innings pitch versus D.C. Only Wisdom has homered off of him. The Cubs have a 671 OPS. Hap, though, does quite well and has seen him the most. 831 OPS for Ian Hap against Miles Michaelis.
2: Yeah, the most interesting thing about Miles Michaelis is that after the game, he cosplays as uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Like, he dresses up like Burt Reynolds from 1978. He really does. Talks
1: to the press. And then uh, Marcus Stroman's going to go out there. Uh, he's 3-5. and five. He's got his ERA under four with a 399 uh, versus uh, Tittle's Baron Dongberry. TBD. We don't know who's pitching. Uh, That's, it's it's definitely going to be a Quintana, right? It's got now. He, That's gonna, why they got him. No hitter. They're no going to dump
2: him right after this start.
1: So uh, Stroh, he pitched uh, really, I mean, dance out of the fire. We talked about him versus the Giants. Eight, the eight hits, you don't like that. But pitching to contact, he's that guy. But uh, when he pitched against the Cardinals, it was way worse. And it was the time of right before he got injured, he gave up nine runs on ten hits, including three home runs. And then he went to the IL. Corey Dickerson himself. And that was in
2: like two innings or something, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: But it was Corey, real bad. Corey Dickerson has three home runs off of him. So it's not pretty. I'll put it up there. Uh, here's the the Cardinals overall against him. Albert Pujols even hits him quite well. Uh, Cardinals overall uh, batting 331, 354 OBP, 552 slugging for an OPS over 900 and 144 plate appearances. So, th- you know, this could be, you know, you add Juan Soto to this. <laughs> you add Q. Yeah, whoever else they're going to add? Because why wouldn't they just go for it? You can beat the Brewers. I don't pretty easily. They're not doing anything except for like trading closers for no reason, upgrading closers somehow. Yeah, I, I guess upgrade. I don't know. We'll see. Um. I don't know. This is this is just ugly. I must admit, like I was a little depressed all day thinking about coming on this show and talking about these underwhelming trades, (laughs) and (laughs) I was. And and now we now we got to face the Cardinals who are adding. It just adds insult to injury. Makes me feel like a jerk. Makes being a Cub fan just seem like a stupid thing to do. Yeah, and and make it a Cub show. Think of all the new Cubs
2: now than before they when they won, right?
1: Yeah. Can, can you think of all the new Cubs shows that came out this year, too? Like, we're used to this. Like, we started in 2012. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like, we should just stop doing our show and just be like, well, there's new guys starting when it sucks. And, okay, enjoy your decade, jerks. and <laughs> Just get out of here. <laughs> just stop. So, um, anyway.
4: Today we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes.
1: Cubs get swept. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm feeling a sweep as well because there's no way that Wilson Gutierrez and Ian Happ are going to be playing these games, and they're the two best players on
1: this team. So. Yep. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. That's it. You I heard don't it here first. Play. So if you go to betus.com, d- bet <laughs> sign up under Sun Ranto and get some sort of bonus, and then – uh we get, I would go uh, yeah we just lose, we told win. you
2: sweep Cub sweep, sweep. sweep we we just called it Cub sweep and uh <laughs> if you bet the Cub sweep and you he win lose. I'll give you an extra $5.
1: Yeah. I haven't <laughs> I haven't looked to see if anybody signed up for us yet. Um anyway so I got a few announcements. The Bleacher Bum Band Show, without Scott Efros at it, will be happening. It's, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to throw a uh, karaoke party on Sunday. So if you're around, we're going to have a lot of fun. I don't know who from the bullpen is going to show up. I guess the Bleacher Jeff texted Justin Steele. I don't know. Where does where he go in the rotation? He might be pitching Sunday. I don't know. If he's pitching on – what did I say? He's pitching on Wednesday – Wednesday, Thursday. Wait, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's got pitch Monday. We probably won't see Justin Steele. No, either. we won't. <laughs> so, um, anyway, maybe some of the bullpen comes over. I don't know. Either way, Bleacher Bombay is going to play. Rock and roll party. It's free. We're going to do karaoke. We're going to have a good time. The bullpen
2: catcher, right? Yeah, the bullpen catcher, the bullpen coach. Who is their bullpen coach now? Because it's Tommy Haddaby. No, the bull. Oh, the bullpen coach. Bullpen coach, not the pitching coach. Oh god! Uh, because uh, uh, and, and now I'm I'm forgetting what's his name's the guy that was there for absolutely ever. Oh, the catcher. No, the bullpen coach.
1: Oh, uh, Strode. Yeah, because he's gone now, right? Yeah, who's so, who's who? the new Lester Strode? You know what? I don't even know.
2: I don't know either.
1: Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. Well, we just,
2: I mean, we just had a moment. Strode. Yeah,
1: if you ever want to come to the Sunrider show to learn about things we don't know, <laughs> so uh, Club Four Hundred Palooza. I don't know if that's sold out, but if it's not, you should check it out. That's going to be August twenty first. And that's going to be an awesome show. That's going to cost a lot more money. Chad Green, I guess we're saying it. Never heard of the guy, really. Never Maybe said his name once on the show. Probably wrote it down, went in one, one brain cell out the other. So uh, yeah, uh, Club Four Hundred Palooza, August twenty first. That's also a Sunday, also a party night for the players. This one you got to pay to get into. The reason is because we know that Schwindela Wisdom will be there, and so we're going to be partying there. Bleacher Bum Band also playing it. Playing this, uh, and the um, I forget how much it costs. Maybe it's think it's over a hundred bucks. Not sure. So, anyhow, you look it up. Join Club Four Hundred. Look at their website. Look at their Facebook. Join all that stuff. Oh, are you? Is this the one that's on the rooftop? Yeah, the roof. It's a rooftop party. Yeah, you get to go to the game too on the rooftop. It's all inclusive. You get your booze. Yeah, I believe big party.
2: uh, I believe on the show, Stuart said it was two ten. I think. 210. I think it was 210. That that's my best guess. Do you which get the game? Honestly, yeah. Is not a bad price for that because I mean I think it's gonna cost you upwards of a hundred and fifty just to go on the roof and watch the game and get all the food and the beer and all the shit for free. Any or not for free, but you know, that's gonna be around a hundred and fifty dollar ticket anyway, but then you get the you know, the bleacher bump band, you get possibly some players showing up. You get yeah. you know, the the entire club four hundred crew and you're giving money to a good cause for those guys.
1: Yeah, because it's it's helping their operational costs because now Stewart's had to they've grown so big he had to hire people. So now he's actually has to pay people, you know, money to work because he can't do it all himself
2: and and they're expanding their programs too because it used to just be the party come out and have a little party and and do something for whoever they need to do it for but now they're expanding to bringing people who have special you know reasons to come to a game you know they bring them they get them good seats they you know they get a meet a couple players or whatever and kind of hang out and be part of that when uh they're struggling with some stuff so
1: it looks like yeah. a couple of people got tickets. Bernie Barron says, I got tickets. And Dominic Galoro says $220, which means maybe he bought tickets because he knows how much it costs. Or, he's, or he looked at it and he was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Um, so uh, let's see. Okay, according to MLB, Chris Young is the bullpen coach. Now, I know that he is, yeah, actually one of the bullpen coaches. I think we were maybe – there's a bullpen catcher too. Yeah, he is – Um. That is right, Chris. That's uh, uh, because actually, I think Chris Young is going to come over. I think he's going to be there this Sunday at the. I know he's going to come because he's like the one that was like kind of organizing the whole thing. And who? Hey, we might have some new bullpen guys trying to make a impression. They might come over. We'll get them drunk. (laughs) We'll get them their first shot of a Lord at Nisei Lodge is what's going to happen. And they're definitely going to lose the next game against the Cardinals on that Monday. Um. No, actually, who do we play on? Who do we play the next day? I think it is the Cardinals. Uh,
2: okay. Oh, we got yes. the Marlins
1: and then who who do we who do we play?
2: Marlins then the Nationals, Nationals. and then the Reds.
1: Oh yeah, they'll they'll get drunk before the Nationals, oh, they don't care. We uh, August
2: 11th. Mark oh, yeah. your
1: calendars,
2: folks. It's the
1: Cornfield game. Let's fertilize those cornfields with some shitty baseball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh Bernie had asked uh when they're going to Toronto. So Toronto is uh, August 29th is when they go. So you have to have your guesses in with the names of all the players you think. Uh, and whoever has the most correct answers will win. But you have to have that in by uh, the 28th.
1: Okay. The, you have to have it, uh, our guesses of who's unvaccinated. Oh, actually, the, no, no, no,
2: no. You have I'm to have that early, back. earlier. Yeah, Earlier. You have to add that in now because
1: that news is going to start to break soon. You know what I mean? Like we're going to find out. Things are going to leak and be like, oh, this guy's not going to I'm going to say
2: the 21st. That's a week before. So the 21st or once the news breaks. If the news happens to break before the 21st, you can't then jump
1: in there. Well, just get your guesses in now. I think yeah, that's what you tell now. people. Do it now because maybe well, you can get Well,
2: you know what? Wait 2 days cuz we don't know who's going to be on the team.
1: Well, no, why not do it now? Do it now. Get your guesses in of who's vaccinated and who's not on the team right now. And then if some if the news breaks that one of them's vaccinated, you can't guess that guy anymore. If you haven't, you know what I mean? Like, but somebody who guessed it before we found the news out does get credit for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know, like, Hayward's not going, but we don't even know if Hayward's on the team. But you can just put him down, and if he happens to go to Toronto, Toronto we'll be like, oh, my God. And then you lose a point because Hayward got vaccinated. That's just a a really confusing uh, (laughs) way to (laughs) – Like, I guess, let everybody know how this is going down. (laughs) (laughs) We we
2: don't have any plans for this at all. No, we're going to say the 21st, or if they announce it before that. Yeah, I would say they're probably going
1: to announce a week before. And and where do they send in their guesses? To you on Twitter, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. DM me on Twitter. Yeah. At Cubes Fanatic. You can see it right there
1: under my right shoulder. Uh, Happy birthday to Obvious Shirts Joe. Joe has a birthday got uh, engaged. And so I I went and stood in line and I gave him um, some rum chata to puke to congratulate him on behalf of the ranters for his impending marriage uh, because he got engaged. So he's now puking rum chata with me. And then he had a birthday. So happy birthday, Joe. who's,
2: Who's that photo bombing you in the back?
1: That's just some woman that actually Club four, and then that's a woman that uh, Club 400 uh, got tickets to the Contreras thing for this young boy. And he never would have gone otherwise as they, you know, they wouldn't have had the money and stuff. And he went on Twitter. He's like, I really want to go. And he made some video, and Stuart saw it and gave him the money to go get Contreras', get Contreras autograph and meet him. So that, that's the mom of that little boy that's photobombing me. So that's one <laughs> of the things Club Orange is doing with the money. So very cool stuff. I also you want never to
2: never know what's going to happen. You give him a little bit of money. Danny gets photo bombed. Exactly. Win win.
1: And congratulations to the bass player from the Bleacher Bum band, Mister Jarrett Gable, had a baby with his lovely life wife Lindsay. His life Lindsay. <laughs> his wife Lindsay. Um, this is Grant Cicero Gable. He is uh, going to be out in the bleachers before you know it. He is. The first bleacher bum baby that of of our circle of people that I like uh, that
2: Cicero little uh you know she, is, is that a suburb or is that a neighborhood like what's Cicero? It's
1: a, it's a suburb. But it's also a street on the west side of okay, Chicago. Yeah. yeah, so congratulations to to Jarrett and Lindsay. I'm having a baby. It's really cool. I'm excited to
2: congratulations, meet. guys. Yeah, I'm not guys. really That's a awesome. baby.
1: Yeah, I'm not really a baby person. I might wait till it's like I don't know seven or eight to finally meet it. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. um. So um, yeah, uh, TFCs and, and hashtag oh, chance
2: in the jet. Or- hold on, hold on, real quick. Bernie says, uh, can we include coaches, owners? Look, the owners aren't going to Canada, so no, they're not in. But coaches, yes. Well, I guess think whoever if, you want. Yeah, I, I think if. uh well, no, because if you if you guess Tom Ricketts, he's not going to Canada, so you can't claim that he's unvaccinated just because he's not going. Now I would say if David Ross doesn't go, he's clearly unvaccinated. You know? If Waverman Willie doesn't go, he's clearly unvaccinated.
1: Yeah. I think coaches, yeah, are included. I yeah. gotta get my guesses in on this before it starts going. All right. TFCs. I have um well, really, I guess just one. Well, and I, I, and, I, I, and I, I burned
2: mine earlier with the F
1: Boone. Well, I, I saw this the other day. It is a – I'm just putting this out for the podcast listeners. <laughs> this is a vintage shirt that I found the other day. Tell uh, me just, you bought that. I did not because it was $50. Oh, yeah. Chica- mm, it's just a T-shirt. It still might be worth it. I, it's a 1984 NL Champs World Series shirt. And my one big regret in uh, – well, I've got lots of regrets. Uh, but, but one, This is going to be the biggest one? No, no. One of my – my only T-shirt regret, let's put it that because I only have <laughs> one of those kinds of regrets. My only T-shirt regret is that um, after the Cubs won the World Series, there were people selling the Cleveland Indians World Series champs shirts for a dollar and I didn't buy any of them, should have bought them all because it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's an amazing Cub shirt. You know, yeah. like, it's a great Cub shirt. I didn't buy a single one, so I regret it. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, dude, they're like $3 on eBay now. Just like, go <laughs> <No>. <laughs> get one. Who cares? So well, it's 300% uh, mark um, from that day. Just, uh, you know, mark your calendars because this Saturday against the Marlins – it's uh, Nick Madrigal Bobblehead Day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, join us, broken. Yeah, the joint is broken. They all come broken. Their heads do not bobble. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Cubs tweeted out uh, Join us this Saturday and you could take home a Nick Madrigal 3. He actually tweeted, uh, they tagged him on Twitter. Nick Madrigal Bobblehead presented by Wendella Boats. Boy, they I bet they regret sponsoring this promo. Right. And um, yeah, don't take Windella boats. I don't think they float after this either. Uh, so, <laughs> so the Cubs tweeted this out. And I've heard
2: Windella boats uh, make a lot of contact,
1: which is not good for boats. Not not good for boats. You ever hear of the Titanic? <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, Dennis Huffman uh, tweeted back at the Cubs and said, "We're going to trade away one of your favorite players." But come to Wrigley Saturday and get a bobblehead of an always injured player who seldom plays for us. And <laughs> Jam Fan Forty Jeff said, "Don't even think the Iowa Cubs could give away magical bobbleheads." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. It, oh man! So that's all I got. That's it then. So chance uh, <laughs> hashtag chance in the chat, and we're going to end the show. Pinch it off, as we used to say, back on this.
2: David Elliott says, so is he the third Nick Madrigal to play in the major leagues?
1: No, he's been on the IL three different times this season. Yeah, he's the, well, somebody had to take over for Daniel Descalso, right? I mean, yeah. so uh, here we go. We're going to do a drawing, hashtag chance in the chat. This is your last hashtag chance to get in there, and here we go. And the winner is Artie Boucher. He's won a few times. Multiple time winner. Just
2: lording it over everyone else.
1: Yeah. You've won a lot, my friend.
2: Um, Terry Terry E. says uh, the Dodgers are now in on Ian Happ. So – which is weird. I mean, I thought we just got the Dodgers' best player, Chris Martin.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that we would have already had him. Yeah, then we get him left
2: the, to go for?
1: The McKintry era has begun. It's true. Um, yeah, so now we go face the St. Louis. Thanks for everybody that chimed in, uh, breaking news and rumors and all that fun stuff. Like,
2: it, it was actually the best part of the show, really, was reading all that different stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you, uh, love. I love the uh, the ranters. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate everything you guys bring to the table. It's why we do the show. So please support us if you don't already. Patreon.com slash SunRanto, and uh, let's just uh, finish this with a fine motherfucking Spagalog! Spagol. <laughs>
3: So covered in the crimson berries, and the fans are all in red. Always talking about the past, and the double lemon rain, but everybody hates him blue, and that city is for. Just tear it down. I hate the fucking cargo. And the stupid fucking town. Mm-hmm. Singing Yanni Molina. false thinking to the chest. And the stupid fucking fan That they slip in the vest. So fuck you, St. Louis. So fuck you now. we
5: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen.
0: Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own.
4: Visit SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day.